Fine. Get your your house. Welcome to this episode 123. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. What's up, guys? And what's up, guys? It's episode 123. I think I said that already. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. We got two games to talk about. We got the big LAFC versus LA, and then we got the LA versus Orlando. Amazing game, too. All right, guys. Uh, David, I'm going to let you decide how we're going to start this out. I know we have a lot of stories. I know we have a lot of tales. I know we want, we want to talk about a lot of things. So, go for it. Three-hour-long podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Three hours. Woo. No, no, I'm no, logging I, off. Seriously, like uh, we have, we have. I think so three hours would still be the shortest of the of the of the big three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a lot. We obviously have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of uh, Bobby and I attended the the LA Galaxy versus uh, or at LAFC game. Uh, so there's a lot of content there. Uh, Lewis doesn't know any of it, so this is going to be really good because it's going to be story time. I and lost so much of Lewis's real reactions. But before we get to that. I've had a rough week at work, guys. It's it's been fucking rough. I'm not liking it. Um, it's 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 not good. So doing this again, doing this with you guys, warms my heart, helps me de-stress. I love you guys. Thank you, um, Lewis. How you doing? You sound like Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I've uh, completed yet another week of work. This is week number two since I went on my five week hiatus. And I'm already counting down for the next week when I go back out for another six-week hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I know what you just told me about work. I'm telling you here. I'm like, I have 11 weeks off of work, and they were all paid. Um, so, I, I, so, I, so. I, I went to I went to an Armenian wedding. I've never been to an Armenian wedding before. Uh, when we got there, there was like food on the table. So we just were like, okay, I guess this is dinner. So we were eating the food on the table, and then they brought out more and more and then more and then by like nine o'clock they brought out the main course and we're like oh my god what's happening <laughs> somebody was like somebody was like oh don't worry there's two more coming and then there's gonna don't be worry. coffee he, he goes don't worry there's two more courses coming and then there'll be there's gonna be coffee and then the cake is gonna come out man maybe around 12 12 30 we're, we're like oh my god that was that was rough <laughs> it was a good time good time though you ever been to Armenian wedding, Bobby? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. And that's why I was going to tell you. I was like, you, you need to wait. <laughs> but I didn't know you went. So I if wish you I would have known that before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'd ask you. laughs> nibbles. Nibbles. Yeah, nibbles. Nibbles. For real. <laughs> this is a lot of food. It was just like, oh, my God. And this is after, you know, Thursday night. You know, And it's and, a late and, wedding. Uh, well, most of yeah. them run late because they usually get places that let you run late. I know others, like Latin people, um, they just get what they can get. Most of the time, right? So some places well, close, and you got to get the fuck out by eleven, and then we go to you know Thea's house or whatever. After I, <laughs> <laughs> after I was at Thea's house, uh, yeah. What was funny is that like we had this lady sitting at our table, um, like they put us at the like the other table, you know, like because it was a it was a coworker of mine, so I got put on the table with the other non-Armenian people. <laughs> the whole wedding, the whole wedding was in Armenian. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, but they put us at the other table, and so the the other like Mexican lady that was there was like, ah, she kept telling me and 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 my wife like, ah, these are just like our weddings. That's funny. She's like, oh yeah, it's like our weddings, <laughs> and we're just like laughing. We're like, yeah, yeah, pretty much any ethnic. Well, uh, most, most weddings wedding kind of do the same thing. They all get married. 
All right. Well, that's, 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 a, that's a long amount of time of non-Galaxy content. All right, let's start talking about <laughs> Galaxy, please. I just wanted to warm up. I wanted to warm you guys up. That's all it is. That's all. Dude, you always uh, brought us down already, to medium was, temperature. <laughs> I was, I was trying already, to get you to a simmer. I'm trying to get you to simmer. Anyway, hey, we Bobby and I attended uh, the LAFC game. Uh, despite despite our, our better up? judgment, we and, did. and and decked out and decked out in galaxy gear yeah. too. Uh, Even though people got mad at me, I was wearing an actual jersey. But yeah. whatever, I was wearing galaxy, we're galaxy gear. gear. We're wearing galaxy gear. I was wearing a jersey. Uh, we got to the stadium and we circled like what two three times because we couldn't. We didn't want to pay forty or fifty dollars for parking. Oh, dude, that was uh, nuts. That was dude. That was crazy. I was like, how? Are, how are people affording this? And then I got a lot of tweets going like, we take the Metro, bro. And I'm like, I'm not about to get on the Metro in Galaxy gear. Yeah. On a train full of LAFC fans. You're crazy. <laughs> Look at man. As soon as we started circling around that stadium, we started feeling the hostility right away. We're like, ooh. And then we're like, yeah. and then we saw, we would be like, oh, wait, there's a Galaxy fan just crossing the street. He's okay. They're yeah. okay right now. <laughs> so, so we ended up we ended up parking uh, a little bit further away. Luckily, we knew somebody who lives in the area, and uh, and they dropped us off at the stadium. And so when we crossed, which worked the street, out so much better in general. Oh my god! So like that would much. like that would work better in Carson for us too. Like if we could do that. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> I I, I kind of like like uh, you know I I attended uh, Galaxy versus Orlando as well, and and I'll get to that when uh, later in the show. Uh, but I I love going to to our stadium it feels so much more like home it feels so warm everything is like everybody's inviting you see uh, other teams fans yeah, and there's yeah, hostility I'm, I'm, there. that's not what i'm talking i'm just talking about traffic bro i'm just talking about traffic and the the the, the, the problem that you you went a little bit too okay a little okay. bit extra on that but okay fine <laughs> so anyway so anyway we got dropped off we we walked across the street uh to toward the stadium we had no idea where we we're going we had never been there before and Bobby looks up and goes, hey, look, the buses are unloading. And it was the Galaxy buses that were coming from StubHub. Luckily, luckily. <laughs> luckily. So we, we just, like, filed in with them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was amazing. We were just like, yep, okay. And then we got to the front, and they are like, no, nope, you got to have the green wristbands before you can go in. And so we're just like, oh, great. We're going to have to wait out here in the state, you know, outside while these other Galaxy fans go in. But within like what two minutes? Two Bobby? to three minutes. Two to three minutes. Two to three minutes. They're like, oh, it's fine. Everybody goes in. Yeah. So we all we all went in. I ran into my my ticket rep. He saw he saw us. Uh, he said, "What's up?" And then we got to hang out with a bunch of Galaxy fans in the stadium while yeah. it was empty because like this, nobody didn't let anybody else in. We got in like what maybe like forty minutes before they yeah. let anybody else in. Uh, so we got to hang out with a lot of the Galaxy fans, AC, you know, all the all the traveling fans, ACB guys were there. Uh, we met Angel from Straight from the Stands. He he recognized us. He gushed over Bobby. He was really <laughs> he's a big fan of Bobby. What's up, dude? What's up? <laughs> um, yeah. He gushed, okay, so 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 I, I want to hear more about this gush. Oh, oh dude, so, I mean, that's just yeah, yeah. No, oh, he on. like gushed don't, over. No, no, no. Don't he, get no, don't, no. don't get We're on his case so much. We're I'm trying to be. No. Oh. No, sorry, sorry dude. This. Sorry, these dudes are gonna get I'm on your case. Getting, I'm not gonna get on this case. I'm, I'm really curious. You said you had stories. I'm I'm intrigued. So Angel, so Angel from Straight from the Sands, he comes over to us because we were like talking to people trying to hand out stickers. We ran into Chris Zeller. He was telling us a story about his San Jose trip. And then um, and then Angel came over and he started talking to us and he's like, Oh, you guys are LA is our house. And we're like, Yeah, yeah. He goes, I recognize Bobby's voice. 
And we're like, what? Bobby's voice. That's Bobby not exactly. That's, that's, ab- that's totally not the way it went. That is it, absolutely it not. I, I no, I remember it happening. No, that is absolutely not the way it went. We were talking really? to him. We were talking to him. And you said, and he's like, yeah, man. And he started talking about his podcast. And then and then you're like, oh, yeah, we do a podcast, too. And you put a sticker out. And you're like, this is LA, uh, LA is our house. And he was like, oh, wait, you guys are LA is our house? And you're like, I'm David. And then I look and he looks at me. I'm on Bobby. And he's like, you're Bobby? You're my fucking favorite, dog. <laughs> See, here, here's he the thing. I, I'm going to go ahead and trust Bobby's version here. No offense, David, but I'm totally going to trust Bobby's version as, as to what happened here. But here, here look at, um, look at. I'm going to tell you this I, right now. By the know. end of the, this day, the stories believe David more than me. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, although, although, to be fair, I mean, I, I'm not really sure because I understand why you're saying that to me. But I know, Bobby, <laughs> you don't get on Twitter. And I was tweeting, or Bob, uh, David and I were tweeting uh, simultaneously f- uh, for the game. And then he had the pregame, and I had the postgame. And somewhere in their postgame, um, it said, update, I'm really drunk. And I looked at it, I go, I, I didn't tweet that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Which one of you is driving? Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, neither. You guys have work tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Um, like I said, rough week. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Angel told us about how Bobby was his favorite, and he, he thought I was all right. And he was like, eh. he's like, he's like, Lewis, eh. <laughs> and then he was like, I don't want to be mean, dude. I'm like, well, you're ranking, so you gotta put one above another. <laughs> yeah, you can't possibly rank them because they're different podcasting. Bobby Lewis David. Bobby David Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was funny. Anyways, that was funny. Anyways, we hung out. Those we, um, was, we, we were, we, 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 you I know, am the, a, the supporter. Who, um, David, I forget his name too, because um, I'm really bad at names. The other guy that was in, in, that was talking to us too. Chris. Um, Chris, Chris yeah, because Chris was like, he was also too. He's like, oh, you're Bobby? Oh, you're David? And then um, he was like, I just listened to your last podcast. That moment where everything went off and Bobby's just like, <laughs> Yeah, just like, breathing yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was balls and beers. Yeah, that was balls and beers. That's funny. Uh, yeah, he was like, "What the fuck happened?" I'm like, "No, no, no we all did that. We all were like, what the hell happened?" And then yeah. we remember. A lot, a lot of audio went out there, except sorry, me. I'm like, sorry, guys. Hey, where did everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listeners. Uh, ACB was going off. Uh, there was a kid with his shirt off waving his oh, shirt that was in dope. the air. That was awesome. Um, and then, and then, as soon as they opened up the the stadium to everybody, we went off to the other side because we had seats in like the super posh area, which oh my we were really God. excited about. It's this, ridiculous. I'm sorry, everybody. I know you guys had your experiences, but we, David and I, were absolutely in a bubble here when yeah, we got yeah, into we this really, area. We really were when we got in there uh, because we were we were we were amongst the the rich folk. We, like we really were like we got these tickets completely were completely free to us um you know wasn't it wasn't somebody said like oh the galaxy fo is treating you guys nicely i'm like yeah right no <laughs> this is a robbery that we're doing yeah. from for them at them right now at them yeah <laughs> uh we, we ran into josh and we ran into larry morgan uh we ran into a bunch of galaxy fans in that were also in the lounge we yeah. you know occasionally we'd see a galaxy fan uh we'd go over and say hi I'd give him a sticker uh, we, we talked to one of the guys who 
Uh, he's a sponsor. Was that right, Bobby? There was a guy who was like a sponsor at the stadium or something. He was there with his two sons. Uh, he sat with us. Oh, yeah, uh, while, yeah, yeah. While yeah. we ate, while we ate LAFC's now. free food and drank their free beer. He judged me a lot. That they, yeah. He did? Did he really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But in a funny way, he was the one that was giving me so much shit about not wearing a jersey. I'm like, but this is a Galaxy shirt. You see the Quasar? You see this? And he's like, he wasn't even wearing any. I know, I know. What are you talking about? He was getting on my case so hard. But anyways, I was talking to his kids. They were really good, really smart kids. They were very knowledgeable in the sport, and um, they they went to school with uh, Boateng as well. Yeah, they go to well. They went to the same school that Emma Boateng went to. Past tense. Yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he they they went and they were there at the same time, but they were same school. Uh, So that was cool. Uh, And just by that, they're still LAFC fans, which is fine. we uh, we went down into our our seating area and, and and I'll be honest like there was a lot of ribbing there was a lot of like uh, you guys uh, but there was never any Dude. hostility especially in that area where it could have been because there was a lot of people there was obviously we were way outnumbered but we were you know we were met with uh, friendly friendly hostility yeah yeah you know the thing was is that like I said we were in a bubble we were in an area where most people were were very nice mostly nice to us. And I'm pretty sure the people that weren't nice to us just decided to ignore us instead of being dicks um, in those yeah. areas. Yeah. So like, um, you know, like we like there was a kid talking shit about uh, talking shit to Alessandrini who's yelling at Alessandrini. And we're like, hey, 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 hey. don't be talking <laughs> shit about Alessandrini. You want to talk shit about Gio? Go for it. Yell some shit. Yeah, Gio, that, yeah. not Alessandrini. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Like he thought it was hilarious. So he started doing that. Um, like we just got along, and we had some Galaxy fans where we were there too uh, in in our area too. Uh, we had a couple guys, um, but yeah, I mean, dude, uh, David, the seats, the seats, the seats were incredible. They were like practically on the field. They were the same level as the field. Um, they were right behind the Galaxy bench. So I went ahead and I took my opportunity to hand every <laughs> Galaxy player that I I was within arm's reach a uh, Elias our house sticker. So David does this. So, we're go- we're walking we're walking towards our seats. And we we noticed that we have to walk behind the galaxy players, um, and they're on our left hand on our uh, yeah on our left hand side, and their arms reach away. So what David does starts tapping each of them with our sticker on their shoulder or their neck tuck, 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 <laughs> to give them our tickets. <laughs> they all they all they all took them. They all, mm, you know, every player there. Legit was very confused. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, he was what the fuck was it? The fuck is it? And, was, and 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 there was a, there was a sheriff there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, he was like, hey, 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 come on, move along. And yeah. apparently, it's, he said some other stuff to me that I just didn't hear because I kept walking toward my seat and I was just trying to like, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, bye, but uh, and I and I left right. <laughs> uh, at some point, at some point, I went back up to uh, to go to the bathroom uh, during the game, and and Raul was on the bench. And so I reached over and I was like, "Hey, Raul, what's up?" And uh, and that and then that the we, it was was that during ha- before halftime? That was right before halftime. Before okay, right so before yeah, yeah. So Lewis, <laughs> Lewis, I almost got kicked out of the stadium. So let me tell you, right, stop right there and give you my perspective. I'm walking up. I'm already in front of David, and I he's already like maybe like eight feet behind me. I look back. I'm like, "Oh no, he touched the player again." And this other guy. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and one of that the sec- sounds funny. And then, and then one of the security guards comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, what's going? Sure. Sure. 
he was no no the 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 other security the other the guy. usher oh it the was usher. An usher yeah yeah he comes over and he's like hey guys what are you guys doing you guys are making me nervous what are you doing and i'm like me make we're making nervous. you sh- that dude should make you nervous and i pointed at david i'm like this dude's touching players and shit <laughs> And that's right. when the and that's what the sheriff I'll, but I was doing it in a joking way and he was laughing, but that's when the sheriff was talking to you. And what was he telling you? Yeah, so the sheriff grabbed me and he's like, Hey man, I already told you you can't be doing that. And I'm like, What? And I'm like, I am I was like, I was just saying hello. And he goes, No, man, you gotta keep your hands to yourself. You can't be doing that. And I was like, Oh, dude, my bad. And he's like, I already told you twice. I'm like, uh, no, you didn't. And Bobby came came back over and he's like, Yeah, yeah, he did. Dude. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. My, that's my bad. I don't like to stop it, David. Uh, so, so the the, the, the usher, the usher. Dude so, you, works. so, so if we're on two, you, I, I still have one more, uh, one more to go. <laughs> so, so, so the usher, so the usher uh, uh, that was talking to Bobby came over to kind of like pull me out of that situation, yeah. and and he basically like told the sheriff like, "It's cool, man. I got them. So I got I them. I'll take like, it. I'll make sure go, that they don't do it." I was like, "Go get David, man. Go get David." <laughs> I told him, and he's like, "Hi, oh, man. You guys make me nervous." Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we, so we we started striking up a conversation with this usher, and uh, you know, this guy, this usher uh, who is uh works for the team and and is a really big fan of the team um he he said that you know he's always been in the soccer but he never really spoke to him until lafc started and so he was just like he re- you could tell he really bought into like the whole branding thing and all and you know this is a club of los angeles blah blah that the bullshit they feed all the other people um and and so like <laughs> we we instantly since he rescued me from being kicked out of the stadium we instantly built this like cool rapport right and so every time we go back and forth yeah for real but every time we go back and forth and at halftime we talk and we like you know uh exchange like hey blah 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 and so you know that was that was fun um during the game you know we were talking to some of the other uh lafc fans that were around us um and they were you know they would tell us about this that and the other what was happening uh there was a dude that got sat next to us uh, that was his very first LAFC fan, uh, game, mm-hmm. but I believe Bobby was what you, he told you was that he was he attended the first uh, Galaxy game at the yes. Rose Bowl, right? Yes, 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 yes. He's always been a Galaxy fan since the beginning, and he went to the first game. Um, and he thought this was an important game to come to, <clears throat> so he was there. Uh, he was a really cool guy. Uh, man, we really, I mean, I mean, those seats, I mean, we, it was really difficult to see how it was, the game was playing out for me. I know you said it once to me. You're like, Bobby, I, I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at well, right now. <laughs> I, I found myself, I found myself looking more at the scoreboard because when you sit that low, it's hard to ju- really judge like yeah. what's happening. I'm used to watching the TV angle. You know what I mean? So like being that low in the seats, it's, it's it was really hard to judge. It, like, it, it was for me. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was also awesome to see the players like that close. Like you yeah, could hear really them. You could, you could see them. You could, you know, you could feel the energy that was coming from the from the players on the field. Oh, I mean, just the energy in general in that game. It was just it was it was lightning. It was crazy. Um, it was just it was it was a crazy thing to 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 experience, to be honest. Yeah, it it really was. Uh, after that, we uh, you know we we'll, we got into the game. Let's let's get let's get into the game, and then we can talk about what happened after the game uh, later. Galaxy. Go on, <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. So I'm, uh, I'm the I'm the least popular one here. Go for it, dig it. Oh, <laughs> just one voter, just one voter, one listener. Come on. 
You heard Lewis's oh, feelings. But listeners, he was, come but on. But he was my favorite follower. No. I didn't know. I didn't know we needed favorite followers. Shit. <laughs> oh, I, have, I have a favorite follower. There you go. See. <laughs> I won't say who it is on the air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the game. And it was just another game in the calendar, right? I mean, there was nothing important, nothing yeah, no, to be no excited about. No big no deal. Big deal. It's, uh, they didn't have to bust in supporters from uh, from 12 miles down the road. They didn't have to bust supporters in from uh, L.A. Live. Yeah. I no mean, big deal. It's, it, it's the same three points up for grab that we had the week before and the week after and the week after that, right? I mean, it's nothing, you know, no extra points, no extra value. And to be honest with you, the Galaxy did behave as if it was just another game because they went they went down 2-0 and then they had to come back. Yeah, so that's been their MO uh, for certainly at least the last four games, but what kind of seems like uh, the entire, entire season. season. Entire yeah. season. They, had, mean, they had some it, games it, where they started and then they lost the league. They had some of those. Yeah, but <laughs> okay, so, so so let's go ahead. We'll, 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 we'll talk about the game. Um, so everyone knows it's a two-two draw, uh, which feels like a win uh, because uh, again we we did it two times in a row where uh, LAFC builds a lead and uh, Galaxy would just uh, you know crush their uh, hopes and dreams of actually beating us uh, for the second time in a row. This time in front of uh, their uh, their home fans in their stadium, um, didn't quite get the uh, the victory, um, but. Quite possibly, um, if five more minutes were added to the game, <clears throat> the Galaxy definitely would have won uh, per, uh, per Carlo, Carlos Vela, uh, who actually said that in the post-game uh, Five, more, five uh, more minutes, interview. that's all they needed. Five more minutes, and uh, they definitely would have lost that game. What a, what a quote wow. to give, I mean, even having that, to, even to say on the record. I mean, they hit. I mean, they had the closest shot before before the the end of the game. Ooh, on that I mean, when, let, let's when Diamante well, hit that post. Oh my yeah. god, that made my heart stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they hit the post like three times, I believe. Yeah. No, but I'm saying if, in, if in I'm that time. T- yeah, no, but I'm saying in, the, in that timetable. <clears throat> oh yes. well, once the uh, I think was the game was tied. I mean, and, and the same thing happened in the first LAFC uh, against the first. Uh, no, sorry, in the first game against LAFC when we. Came back and tied at three three. You gotta remember that uh, LAFC hit the post um, after that happened, um, and I think right. they took it all the way back. And then I think that's when the, the fourth goal dropped, maybe like a minute later. Or so I don't remember exactly. Uh, but I also, uh, I also the time, think but that, I also think that's what Vela is referring to uh, because there were a lot of similarities. Uh, obviously, the only thing we're missing is uh, the the Zlatan forty right. yard goal, you know, from forty yards. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, th- that's one hell of a quote to give on the record. Um, y- you basically just um, you basically just gave the psychological edge, even if everyone already kind of knew it, even if the players already knew it. You kind of just put it out there on the record that the galaxy will forever own you. Let's just be honest. We're owning you. If if the galaxy organization and their players are now in your head, we own you regardless of what happens. Um, because that is a huge, huge victory to say that, you know what, there's, there's no, there's no lead that you can have that the galaxy cannot overcome and they know it. That is a huge, huge, 
uh, psychological victory uh, from here on out. Um, maybe it changes next season, but I, I very much doubt that. I think um, I think the players um, that are that are on that squad, they're always going to remember that. Obviously, um, we still have one more game left with them, and and uh, the result, um, you know. Uh, may go a little differently, uh, and uh, maybe it reverses that. But I, I just feel that um, it's a huge, um, it's a huge victory for for the Galaxy. The, the fact that they are um, in their heads like that, and, and the fact that Vela said it on, on the record is just remarkable. It, it it's it obviously no LAFC fan was gonna want to hear that, and and believe me when. When we say that LAFC fans, they, they were well aware of the possibility because they were not celebrating uh, as much as they were when they were up 3-0 in that first game. They yeah, all there, kept quiet. There were no, there were no Oles. There, was there no were no Oles, Oles the yeah. There were no taunts this time around. They, you know, I guess uh, in that regard, they learned their lesson. But we're also in their heads whether they want to admit it or not they know very well that this galaxy team can can beat them and they have the monkey off their uh, they ha- they currently have the monkey on their back um because they have yet to beat um they- they've yet to beat us and uh, but, until that happens and obviously it's inevitable i mean even chivas usa 1.0 was able to do it at some point yeah. um you know the, the galaxy well the galaxy have to remember to keep that edge because it's not going to take much uh in order for lafc to exercise that demon all it's going to take is a playoff is a playoff victory, and then you know, and 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 then it's up to feet. It's like the it's. I mentioned this uh, off the air. I mentioned this to somebody else. It's like the hex that the United States had over Mexico for so long, and that's what the Dos Acero was all about. It was more about a mental edge, and the reason that the U.S. national team has the edge there is because we did it in a World Cup. The United States beat Mexico in a World Cup, and it was it was two zero, and I, and circumstances are that that may never happen. The USA and Mexico may never face each other again in the World Cup, so when you have this mental edge over your uh, over your crosstown rival, over over somebody who you're you're battling, Not particularly found fond of, fond of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you can't let that up. You have to always be trying to take advantage of that mental edge. Uh, you can't take a game off uh, when, when you when it comes to that because all it's going to take is one. And when that one happens, then they'll feel like that curse is broken and then anything can happen <clears throat> at that point on. So I think the Galaxy has to remember to keep the mental edge when it comes to this game. The ne- when, they, when we play them again in a month at StubHub, we have to remember to keep that to keep that uh, uh, on their minds, they have That's to. Right. They have to have it in the back of their head. So, and and maybe it's a motivating factor for them. Maybe they push themselves extra hard to break that. But the galaxy have to be there to remind them that we did this to you twice, and it's going to happen again. Whether it happens in this game or the next game or the game after, they're going to have that mental. They they're going to want to keep that mental edge. See, like here, here's I, I'm where- all about falling behind every single game just to rip them apart uh you know in, in the dying minutes I, i'm totally for that what, what um, were you gonna it, say it, it's, it's living dangerously but i mean it, it's just fun to uh to do what were you gonna say bobby <laughs> i was gonna say um uh shit let me go back keep that mental edge <laughs> keep that mental edge is what david kept saying and that's what lewis yep. kept 
agreeing with. Um, and this is where I disagree. Keeping that mental edge is kind of bullshit because they don't start off with that mental edge. Um, in both games, they don't start off well. They fall back. They're on their heels. They're constantly just disheveled. I mean, look it. It's not okay to be coming back in the second half and hoping we get back in this game. Um, that's not the way we should be playing. That's not the way this this establishment should be perceived or be seen. Um, so for me, I'm not as happy or as positive uh, moving. But the one thing that David is right about is that it only takes one win for that whole momentum to shift. Uh, and since we're always just on that bleeding edge of that line with them, it can shift in any second. So it can shift in the third game before the end of the season, and it, and it may not, but that's why the Galaxy needs to be on top of it from the minute one. Not not saying, oh yeah, you, we're wearing your head because you know we're gonna get back at you, you know we could come back. No, we need that mental edge because we're better than you, because we can dominate you. That's what we need. So, so, so I got a couple things. Uh, number one, I don't disagree with you, Bobby. I, I think we, we had mentioned that there's only one complete game that uh, the Galaxy have played all season, or at least in recent memory, um, is the, it's, it's the Columbus game. And um, everything else has been pretty um, night and day when it comes to uh, the halves. Uh, you either come out strong in the first half and you know just kind of fall asleep in the second half, or come out extremely lackluster in the first half and come out very strong in the second half. It, it seems to be the, the other... Um, it seems to be the latter here. And personally, I would rather um, start slow and finish strong than the other way around. Yeah, but um, there's a way there's a way you start slow and not allow a bunch of goals. Right. In. Exactly. Exactly. You could start lackluster and still not be down two or three zero before you actually start playing, um, you know, the, uh, the way you're supposed to be playing. And I, and I know a lot of people are giving Siggy Schmidt credit for the uh, the halftime adjustments, which, which yes, I agree with. Um, he deserves a lot of credit there. But what I've always said is, why can't you figure out the game plan before the game? Why can't you figure out what to do before the game starts and not at halftime? Like I said, I, I prefer that you finish strong, but why not have a complete game? Why why do you feel the need to spot? And this not just goes for Siggy; it goes for the players as well. Why do you feel the need to spot? the opposition an entire half before you figure it out, before you get motivated, before you turn it on. Because we know that this team can score at will. Why isn't that motivation there? There's no the reason for it to there's no reason for you to wait for motivation when it comes to right. these games. I mean, there's I no mean, reason. I understand that maybe the sense of urgency is more real in the second half. Like, hey, we're down two goals. We're gonna have to, you know, play a little extra hard in the second half to to make up this deficit. Where's that sense of urgency in the first half? Why not have that sense of urgency? Hey, you know what? We need to come out to a big, uh, with a big lead. Um, not so that much we can cruise in the second half, but that we, you know, we continue, um, you know, stepping on that pedal and uh, and like Bobby said, dominate this team to make sure that the rest of the league knows. Hey, you know what? Um, we're still. Like, we, we may have taken a break, but we're still the premier team in the, in this league. Um, so it is frustrating to to, to watch. You know, to watch that game in game out that you that you cannot um, perform for ninety minutes, um, and it's um, 
so far we've been fortunate that it hasn't bitten us. And and I say so far, but it's, it has been nine games, and that's not an easy task. But uh, um, oh, I would say that it did bite us against DC and and against San Jose. Right, right. It certainly did bite us at that point. Uh, let, let, let's get into the details of the game because we, we kind of we're, we're doing all these like big sweeps and uh, and I feel like we're not we're not uh, uh, talking about the, the specifics of this game. So that first LAFC goal, um, what's the defense doing? Uh, they're, they're, they're sitting there watching the ball. You see uh, the ball go across the six and, and Ashley Cole turns around to yell at the uh, the two center backs and um, I, I don't remember now who it was that was chasing the guy who, who crossed the ball in. But instead of Ashley Cole going out and chasing Diamande, he turns around to yell at people. And then he turns around and realizes like, oh, Diamande kept that ball in, in, in play. I should go pressure him. And then he kind of takes his time and going to go pressure him. And and that gives him there. Yeah, that gives him all the time in the world to hit Vela, who out-positioned Siani. I mean, Viani, I mean, see, Viani, Vela, the little man that we talked about last time, out-positions the biggest guy on the team. Yeah, there, there were so many wrongs that happened on that play and leading up to that play. Obviously, we know LAFC had the ball well within the area, um, playing around with it, and, and the Galaxy were just kind of like chasing them. They, they just could not get the ball. Finally, um, the ball drops. I think it's – I want to say it's Perry Kitchen. I'm not 100% sure of that. But Perry Kitchen clears the ball um, before uh, before the next dangerous way comes in. And I think Bigham is yelling at him, clear it, clear it, kick it out. There's not really anyone around him. Um, there's – I don't know who it was. It, it might have been Bella. It might have been Blessing who came in to, to pressure him. But he had enough time. Um, he didn't have to kick it away right away. Um I prefer that he kicked it away because I, I just don't trust that, you know, you try to play it, um, play it out from the back. Um, I don't really trust this Galaxy team with that type of possession. But the problem was that he didn't get a proper clearance. He didn't kick it far enough. Um, he didn't even kick it out of bounds to regroup, which is something I probably would have preferred. Um, kick it out. Give the defense just a little break. Get regrouped. We'll start all over again. You know, um, take the pressure off. But that didn't happen. As soon as they got the ball back um, is when that first uh, cross came in and everybody missed it. And that's where, you know, uh, Diamande went to go chase it down. And yes, Cole did not uh, go with him. He didn't chase it. I know that he was – I'm not sure if he was yelling at Shelvick or Shelvick was yelling at him, to be perfectly honest. Um, so I, I watch the replay on that and, and tell me, you know, how you're interpreting that. Because I kind of feel that Shelvick is yelling at Cole. Um, when that happens, Cole trots over there, gives him all the time, and he, he may as well have stayed where he was, which is exactly what Shelvick did. I mean, he just kind of stood there, didn't, you know, position himself, uh, didn't mark a guy, nothing. And then, of course, Tiana being Siani, who's supposed to be apparently, I don't know, I remember where I saw this, but apparently he was, he's a beast in the air. I really need to see some highlights there because um, <laughs> that is certainly not the case. I believe uh, Ariel Castillo called him a unit. Okay. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but someone was saying that he, he is a, a beast in the air. I disagree. And, uh, yeah, Bella outpositions this guy. And um, granted that I'm sure Bella's IQ is uh, significantly higher than Siani's. But still, that shouldn't happen. So many 
horrible defensive mistakes there uh, to allow LAFC to score the first goal. But let's be honest, that first goal was coming. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah, we were no doing doubt. absolutely nothing uh, to stop uh, that attack. They were going in there with such ease. We could not hold on to the ball. Nothing was going right for us. Well, it was pretty well, much I, a mirror image of the first game. No, Galaxy what was I saw, disoriented. Galaxy was disoriented and not ready. That's basically it, just like the first yeah, what, game. Uh, and, 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 Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong. What I saw uh, in... You are wrong. From, from looking at, sorry. Oh, well, okay. Well, I saw because we had, we had uh, Pontius, we had we had Pontius and, and uh, Jonah on our side. Yeah. Uh, and what I saw was they'd get the ball, they'd be under pressure, and they wouldn't really have, and everybody would just kind of be looking at them, like nobody was really looking, like making any movement to get open to give them a, a, an option for a pass. They were just kind of like looking at them, waiting for them to to do something. And it just it couldn't couldn't happen. There was no cohesion at all in, through the midfield, and that left uh, Ola and Zlatan just kind of hanging out. Uh, they they gave him a couple of long balls to chase, but you know for the most part LAFC cut those out pretty easily. Absolutely no offense from the Galaxy, which is really weird to say, considering how they were coming into that game. Um, one of the hottest teams in MLS uh, have scored the most goals. Uh, in the past 10 games in the entire league, you have Zlatan, you have Kamara. I mean, you got Alessandrini, you got um, so many offensive weapons here. And you were not able to put a shot up until very late in the game. Right, 80, 82 minutes, I think? Yeah, I, I think the, it was first... like, no, it had to be a little bit before that because I think that's what 75 minutes? Dropped. 75 so minutes? Probably maybe? Like, yeah, it's probably in the mid 70s where they put their first show, where they took their first shot. And I don't remember if it was just shot or shot on goal. Either way, I mean, it's not a stat that you should be proud of. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. And um, and like I say, it's, it's a mirror image of the first game where LAFC is absolutely dominating the first half. Here's the thing. Because of what I have seen all season, because of all the comebacks, because of the correct tactical adjustments in the second half, because of the sense of urgency in the second half, regardless of how bad we were playing in that first half. And it could have been worse, by the way. It was 2-0. It could have easily been 3 or 4. Yeah. 3-0 probably would have been extremely fair, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And... Well, you know, if they would have got 3, if they would have got 3, we would have got 3. We would have... I believe uh, it. I believe we would have got 3. I actually believe we probably... Honestly, I probably want to believe that we would have got 4. I think it would have been exactly repeat. Because my point in me saying all this is that regardless of how horrible we were playing or how horribly we were playing, I never felt this game was over, ever. Now, I'm not sure if it's because of what I saw in the first game or what I have been seeing from the Galaxy all season, especially in the last four games when you're falling behind by two goals and coming back. It's almost like clockwork now. <laughs> As Bobby said, it's not necessarily a good thing. No. The, 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 the way you spin that is this team is not going to give up well here's the regardless here's the, of how how much the odds are stacked against them this team is not going to give up and by the way quick shout out to you miss ebony crawford who almost quit on your team and i had to pull you back to say just wait for it we're a second half team we're going to make our adjustments lafc leaks goals in the second half we can very well win this game and that was around the time that the, you can see that the galaxy were actually putting up a fight in the midfield Something that was 
missing in the first half. They were putting a fight in the, mid- in the midfield, and slowly but surely, those front lines were pushing forward. So keep the faith on that team, especially in this team, because uh, there's obviously no giving up in this team regardless of what uh, the, the situation is. So, um, yeah, so for that reason, I never fell out of this game, ever. I, I don't think I ever felt like we were like, – you're right. I don't think we. I ever felt like we were out of it. It's sitting there watching the game, even after going down two zero off of that goal that I completely missed, and and apparently the a lot of people goal? missed. Oh my god, that just came out of, like for us. It came out of nowhere. We were just like, wait, what? Yeah. So, so well, there was the, what happened was there was an injury. Well, uh, yeah. actually, to, though, the, to apparently, the, apparently the Galaxy players missed it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looked like it. It was, you know, Donovan did this once. Uh, I believe he did it to Chivas USA. Ironically. Um, he took the he asked the referees like, "Hey, can I take the free kick?" And he and the referee said, "Yeah, go ahead." And so he did. And and Chivas USA was still sending up goalie had no idea what was going on. It looked very similar to that. But apparently, what happened is Perry Kitchen and uh, Mark and the EK they went into a, a tackle, uh, nothing malicious. But um, uh, Mark and the EK rolled his ankle. We later found out that it was it's actually broken. Uh, so he had to come off the field. And in the as LAFC was making a substitute, and I think I tweeted right before that happened was that that there wasn't much soccer going on at that for the last like three or four minutes because of because of all that. And as LAFC was making that substitute, uh, the ref had already blown the whistle. Lee Wynn took the free kick. It, you know, the Galaxy wasn't ready, but the the ball was in play. They should have been more. They should have been more alert at that moment but you know what are you going to do uh it's it's well within the rules it's there's you know it 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 feels like a cheap goal but it's a goal nonetheless like i said there's precedent there landon donovan's done it to them or sorry to chivas usa uh in the in the past so you know there's there's that i I mean especially in a game like that where your concentration should be at 110 percent for 90 minutes to let in a goal like that, especially when you're already playing bad, I mean, you you would think that your your defense should be on high alert or your and, uh, and, and it, against a rival, against somebody who's not right. going to give you any any kind of um, leeways or no no not leeway uh, any kind of sort of way or fair play, I should say. Hmm? Uh, I just yeah. th- I just think the team was was. Uh, wasn't wasn't playing well because of the environment, man. It was it was a hostile environment. They were overwhelmed. And they just weren't paying attention. And LAFC were on their asses and they were on their heels. And you know they just don't start games off right. Um, they just don't. Um, that's the issue. Whatever it is, I mean, I you can live dangerously the the uh, the entire season, and especially in the playoffs, because you only need for one game to go bad in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, to, to get you out. So if oh, things be... don't go your way in that one game, um, you know th- that's your entire season. Uh, I like I said, I like the idea that this team never gives up. I like the idea that they can score at will when they want to, because it almost seems that they can do it at will. When that will happens, it's a little later than most people would like, but it happens nonetheless, and it has happened. For most of the season. Well, 
you got when you got a guy like Ramon Alessandrini coming off the bench, uh, bringing all of that passion, all of that fire into into the game. It's 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 like your heart grows three sizes once Ramon comes on the field, right? Oh yeah, definitely. The guy we've talked about it. The guy needs blue and gold. He's happy to be here. He cares about the team. He shows passion. The guy scores the first one, I think, off of a Zlatan cross. It, it was it was Perry Kitchen who sends in – oh, sorry. No, no, no. It was Pontius who sends in uh, what, what should have been a long cross. He was trying to get it all the way across to the other side. And uh, Zimmerman, I think, intercepted it, but he took a bad touch. And so Zlatan was right there. He was right on him. Because I would, up until that point, I thought Zimmerman was handling Zlatan pretty well. And uh, as we know, and as uh, uh, Abu Bakar from Columbus Crew, Columbus, what it, Crew, SC, Crew SC knows, all it takes is one moment for Zlatan to just make that turn. And uh, he pops the ball over his head. He gets in. He sends the ball across uh, uh, or or sort of diagonally back across the 18. And, uh, yeah, Alessandrini is there. He chests it down, takes a step, hits it with his weak foot, hits it, hits it on the right foot, which is not his dominant foot, and uh, and sneaks one past K- uh, Miller. And that is where LAFC loses it mentally. Um, Bella saying that as soon as the Galaxy scored the first goal – the entire team started thinking about what happened to them in March, and it's just music to every Galaxy fan's ears. And it showed. I mean, it really showed. It almost seemed like LAFC stopped playing um, as soon as that goal was scored. You, you can tell maybe about, I want to say, maybe 10 minutes before the goal dropped that the Galaxy were finally starting to do something. They were starting to to win the midfield battle and they were pushing the 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 uh the front lines forward hadn't uh put up a shot up yet i believe but you can tell that little by little they're trying to cr- uh, crawl back and claw back into the game so when that first goal dropped obviously it had to be not just a demoralizer for lafc but you've now cut that lead in half and one more goal all of a sudden you have a result and you have all the momentum in the world, and then four minutes later, the second one drops, and you feel this is going to happen again. We're going to score a third goal. We're going to win this all over again, and it's going to be epic, and it's going to be oh so delicious. Didn't quite get there, but you got to figure that even if this feels like a win, I think it's more see fans felt that it was a loss. Because much like the first game, the difference in that game is there was just too much epicness going on. I mean, everything just aligned perfectly uh, during that game. Yeah, you couldn't stop that momentum. You couldn't stop the momentum of Zlatan's Zlatan's, appearance and then the LAFC game and then the Golasso and everything. I mean, everything was just perfect. Once it started, you couldn't stop it. In this game, I felt a little bit more grounded where, you know... You play pretty shitty for about 75 minutes. But that's how I felt in the first game. <laughs> right. Um, and, and that's exactly, yeah, you're right. I, I just think I was, I mean, I was just overcome with joy and epicness because it was the first LAFC game and how it went down. Uh, I think if we would have won this game, I probably would have felt kind of the same way. But because it was a draw, it was like, you know, you play bad. Uh, you probably did not deserve the draw. 
And if I'm being very honest, had you won the game, you probably didn't deserve the the victory there. If anything, it's more of LAFC shooting themselves in the foot once again, as they usually do. Uh, they, they leak in a lot of goals uh, in the final minutes. And that's where I kind of grounded myself and I felt a little bit more um, realistic in, you know, the, the better team or going into that game, I think... LAFC would have been the slight favorite. I think if you're a neutral, you're probably saying LAFC wins that game. And for 75 minutes, it held true. I don't know what happened to LAFC when, you know, it hits a certain time in the clock or, or whatnot because we, we've seen it all season, much like the Galaxy turning it up a little later than what we would um, when we would like them to uh, turn it up. But... Um, I think I was just more happier that um, we broke their hearts and not so much the performance that we put out there. At least on my end. Bobby? Well, of course. To me, that draw was a win for me. I think that night I kept saying uh, a little a little buzzedly, we won the game. <laughs> David's <laughs> like, we didn't win. We, did, we, we drew. I'm all, it's a win for me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. It's true. Uh, that's, and that, see, that's how I know Bobby is drunk when he's actually saying that a draw is a win. <laughs> that's no, how I know Bobby was no, that's plastered. Not, that's, no, that is absolutely not true. Let's not start this argument because we've had many arguments please, where I please, talk about points don't. and draws and you say that they don't mean anything. This, this podcast not. is going to go. This podcast <laughs> is going to go long as it is. Let's not let's not get into I'm just one. saying, Lewis is bringing uh, that, up shit that ain't real. I know. Shit all right, all right. Fake news. Uh, no, it's true. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I think that uh, given the hostility of the fans toward a lot of other Galaxy fans, given the the, the friendly hostility, if the Galaxy would have walked out of there with a win, things could have got really ugly, like really ugly. I mean, I know, and there was I think ugliness, that but... yeah, there was a, there was ugliness, but I mean, there could have been it could have been some, a lot more. It could have been worse. I think if Galaxy would have won, and and to be honest with you, I think if if uh, the, it's the perfect result because if LAFC would have won, then you would have had a lot of Galax- a lot of really angry Galaxy fans uh, defending a lot of things, you know, uh, and 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 I think that the draw was probably the best the best result for the for the night at least for the first one. Um, it's, okay, it's ironic mom, that whatever. Come on, it's ironic. <laughs> you know, it's ironic that. It's ironic that that uh, the last time we talked to Jerry uh, Jimenez of Heart of LAFC uh, before the first uh, game, he we asked him if he was going to go to the game, and he mentioned that he didn't feel comfortable going to StubHub. He didn't feel like security was going to be up to par. He felt like security was wasn't prepared for a game like this. And we get there, we get to LA to the LAFC stadium. And we find that that is absolutely the case for their security team. Uh, e- even just like simple directions, like us trying to be friendly and be like, "Hey, we're trying to get over here. Can you can you tell us where to go?" And people sent us in in weird directions. We didn't they didn't know where to go. Uh, it, it that was actually that Bobby, was the actual security though. That wasn't yeah. just an LAFC fan. That was an actual security. Uh, to be honest, uh, from what I remember, our encounters with LAFC fans were pleasant. But that's because, like I said earlier on, we were in our bubble. 
Um, right, we were in right. those, and in we, got in, we, got, we got, in got in early. We got in early, and then we left of... very late <laughs> for that purpose. Very late because we didn't want to like just wa- we didn't want to bump into anybody. We just didn't want to. I mean, I, I I know that our experience would have been very different if we were in the stands or in some kind of just regular general area in the stadium, and we had a walk in public. Things may have been different, um, but yeah, overall, overall in the bubble that we were in. Everybody was very respectable. Everybody was cool. And I'm pretty sure the people that didn't like us just decided not to talk to us. Sure. Which is probably and, the best course of action yeah. anyways. I mean, yeah. don't bug me. I won't bug you. Yeah, but yeah. we spoke to a lot of LAFC guys. And, you know, when we were down on the lawn in halftime, we were able to go down on the field and take some pictures. Um, and I talked to a few guys and everybody there. And everybody was very cool. Everybody was chill, you know, um, in our area. And, and to be and to be fair, we were trying to keep it chill as well like we were trying to we were trying to be cool with everybody ribbing oh we weren't trying we were being who we are yeah yeah, that's true that's true uh (laughs) no in my in my life i'm secretly a huge asshole um yeah right when it comes between you you and me still no (laughs) i've known you my whole life i can totally vouch for that (laughs) we we were we were in the lounge uh till basically until they kicked us out we we were there we were in in the lounge after the game uh, apparently they stay open for ninety minutes. So I've now been I've I've now gotten the the wonderful opportunity to be uh, in in the LAFC lounge uh, under the stadium, and I've gotten the opportunity to go to the Galaxy's uh, Jim Beam Champions Lounge, where you get to see all the Galaxy's trophies. And I gotta say, the LAFC lounge is huge and beautiful and posh and very LA. It's right? nightclubby. It's nightclubby. Not it, it's very nightclubby. But you know, it feels it's too big. There's the 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 space is huge. But and, it was packed still though. <laughs> and it was packed and it was packed. Yeah, yeah. Um the 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 Jim Beam Champion Lounge at the Galaxy Stadium is smaller. It's it has more of a like a of a bar feel, like a hometown bar feel. Uh you get a lot of close interactions with the players. Uh, a lot of the players come down and hang out after the game, uh, sign autographs for people. Uh, the way that the LAFC lounge is set up, it feels you still get to see the players pass by, but it feels very segre- separated from from the players and the fans. Uh, the 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 Galaxy's stadium does not feel like that. Uh, so so I, I, I so it's very where whereas. Uh, Whereas the Galaxy Stadium, you can you can say it feels more organic. Where the LAFC stadiums feels, I mean, there's just it's all artificial. It does, and and I, I'll say this about the stadium: it's a nice stadium. Um, it's it's very nice. It has a very uh, baseball stadium feel to it. It kind of reminded me of the the layout, the way the the seats come up right up to the concourse, and there's no like separation between the seats and the concourse. It felt like Dodgers Stadium. Uh, in in some sections of it, uh, obviously everything's new. Everything looks nice. Um, it's you go in there, it feels small. You know, you walk in there, you go into StubHub, and, and it feels very sprawling. And even though it's only well, it is. What, it's because well, it's because the stadium, the the LAFC stadium, is much more compressed than StubHub. It's a little bit more laid out, like you know, wider. It's a bit more compressed yeah. and you have the layers on top for LAFC, so it's a lot more. But that's but then that gives them the 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 amplitude of hearing the amount of fans, how fucking nuts they go and how loud it is, is something that we're we kinda miss 
uh, in our stadium, I think, uh, because it's so open and uh, a lot of a lot of that uh, a lot of that sound gets lost out and doesn't get stuck in the in the arena, you know. And that's why when that during that game, the LAFC game with the, with Galaxy, it was just a crazy roar that entire game. Just, mm-hmm. just amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, you guys were at the stadium. You guys know what the atmosphere was like. Yeah. Uh, we were all at the first game at the StubHub Center. I I know. Remember, David, <laughs> you uh, were saying that LAFC has to earn uh, your hatred, and that they're not the they're not rivals. There's no history. Something's got to happen for for them to earn your hatred. Is the rivalry real? Have they earned your hatred? What do you feel now? Mm, look, there there were some incidents where I think I felt like they're getting real close uh, to earning my hatred. But, I mean, that's going to take time, you know. Like, for me to feel it really deep in my soul, I, right now it's more like annoying. They're annoying to me. They're I'm, I'm very annoyed, but I don't wish ill on them yet. It'll come, probably, you know, in a few years. But I think, you know, first of all, they have to beat us. Um, second of all, it has to be, it has to mean something in 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 terms of, of the overall, you know, uh, MLS standings and or playoffs, whatever it might be. They really have to, uh, to earn it. Like, I, I'm not going to go easy on, on them. I'm not going to switch over easily. I will say this. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that they did a really good job in indoctrinating their employees and and <laughs> and their fan base because I heard a lot of the things that we've heard from LAFC fans I heard from LAFC employees as well and I found that to be really kind of culty and that was weird to me you know what I mean like if, if you talk to Galaxy fans like almost every galaxy fans that we ever talked to has a different story as to why they love the galaxy and when you talk to lafc fans they have the same story this every single one of them has the same story why they 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 go for lafc and i find that odd so kool-aid man they drank yeah i mean they served the kool-aid and they they pumped it into all those people's veins even the employees because now if we're gonna go we're gonna get into well, hold on. Before we get into the, the the sort of stuff that happened around the stadium that we weren't a part of, I will say this: uh, in the lounge, we were we we were talk- talking. We talked about the usher that we talked to. Again, he had the, he had a very similar story to, to what all the other LAFC fans talk about. Uh, we were talking to this other dude that uh, we met at, that worked for Univision, right, Bobby? He worked for Univision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking to him for a while, and uh, you know, we struck up a conversation. Uh, at some point, I, I found Bobby again because we had got separated at one point, and then I found him again. Uh, we were talking to this dude, and then as they were saying, like, okay, guys, we're closed. You guys got to walk out of the stadium. Uh, the dude that was with us still had a beer in his hand, and we're like, oh, we'll just walk with you. So we walked out of the stadium with this guy um, who was an LAFC-leaning person. He didn't really uh, say he had a lot of interest in the Galaxy, but he was, he was still kind of on the, on the edge. He was kind of neutral. And so we walked out with him. We were talking to him, and, and he was like, "Hey, man, let's go get let's go get uh, tacos. There's a bar down here. Uh, I'm just waiting for my brother." And so we said, "Okay, sure, yeah, we'll we'll go do that." Because we were just kind of like, you know, kind of coming down. And um, 
and he gets and so we're we're standing around in the parking lot, right, Bobby, and we're waiting for we're yeah. waiting for uh, this dude this dude's brother to show up, and we thought, okay, well, this guy's gonna roll around in a car or something, and uh, and he's on the phone. He's like, hey, I'm here, blah blah blah. I'm with these two guys, and he's like, okay, all right, I'll be there in a second. And who comes around the corner? But the usher that saved us. <laughs> From getting kicked out of the stadium. Nice. Was this nice. guy's brother? The guy's all. Nice. You guys are making me nervous, man. Yeah, that dude. That dude. His his brother was the guy that we ended up hanging out with, and so we all went and got tacos with him. That's cool. That's a pretty cool story right there. Yeah, it was good, and 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 they even drove us back to our car, so we didn't have to uh, call Lyft or Uber. Very so nice. that was super nice, and and again, like that that was the positive experience we had. Now. Let's talk about the not so positive experiences. We saw uh, everybody saw the video of uh, the Nag Boys uh, News Across the Galaxy. Uh, they got attacked by some LAFC fans. Some guys were wearing fuck Carson shirts. Um, they they got their cooler destroyed at the uh, at the game, and and their beer spilled all over the place. Uh, LAFC fans ran off. A lot of LAFC fans ran off their beers. And that was an unfortunate incident, and luckily it didn't escalate. Like, thankfully, uh, the the Nag Boys had their heads, and they didn't escalate anything. They just, you know, they were walking through. They were they were trying to be peaceful. They weren't even trying to talk uh, shit to the LAFC fans. They were just walk. They were literally just walking through with the cooler, wanting to tailgate somewhere. Um, there was another video that came out that happened almost immediately. Before the incident with the Nag Boys, where uh, LA uh, LA Galaxy fan and his girlfriend were across the street at Chick Fil A, and they wanted to take a, a a picture at the stadium, so they walked across the street and they got accosted by uh, LAFC fans. They got uh, beer thrown at them, uh, despite the cops being there talking to them. Um, there was a lot of uh, they 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 pulled those guys into the stadium to keep them away from the LAFC fans. From what I know, security didn't go after the LAFC fans that were causing the the problem. Uh, and when they got handed over to the security guard for LAFC, one of the red shirts, uh, he was basically victim shaming. He was like, "Oh, well, you guys shouldn't be wearing that shirt at at the stadium." And and the, this guy who got attacked. Uh, and his girlfriend, who who looked to be very young, I was very impressed with how composed that dude was. He was like, well, how are away supporters supposed to come and support their team? And he was like asking questions and he kept a level head. And this security guy was just one of the worst people I have ever seen in the way that he handled this situation because he he basically was like, well, I'm, I'm going to let you guys go back out there, but good luck. You know, I'm. You're gonna get attacked again. So I would take off the shirt. I would. I would hide. If and I'm like, what kind of, what kind of treatment? What What have these people done to deserve that kind of treatment? And and one of the things that struck me, and this is what I'm. I'm gonna go back to the indoctrination thing, is the security guy told the Galaxy fans who got attacked, well, I don't know. You better go back to Carson or wherever you came from. And the dude was like, dude, I live a quarter mile away. I walked here from my house. So. The fact that the security guards and the employees are spouting out the same lines that the the fans are giving, this is worrisome to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, are, an employee. I, I, I want to know. I want to know. LAFC fans. I want to know. Do you guys have a suicide pact? Are you guys waiting for 
so for some spaceship to come down and then that's when you guys are all gonna you know kill yourselves and say like i want to know like don't do it obviously i'm afraid for your safety now i say do it <laughs> i say run with it Dr- keep drinking the kool-aid because I mean, look. Here's the thing: it's one thing for fans to be that delusional, but for an employee who's supposed to be neutral, you're not supposed to be a fan. I guess you could be, but when you're in your at your job, and you're you're doing that, there's a problem. I mean, you. I mean, that's like if if the guy is saying that you shouldn't be wearing that, and that's why you got attacked. You're basically saying, well, you got raped because you were wearing that. That that's essentially what you're saying, and I'm not, I'm not comparing rape to what these people had to go through. Obviously, I know there's a huge difference there, but it goes to the yeah, you're blaming the victim. It's your fault that it happened. That is just absolutely horrifying that an employee can say something like that. You're supposed to be neutral, and even if you are an LAFC fan, your job dictates that you cannot do that. And yes, it's extremely worrisome. And there's, I haven't seen, for, for all the talk, and, and we're going to get to this, because obviously like, there are some Galaxy fans that aren't innocent in what went down you know, during or after the game. But it, it seems like no one on the LAFC side takes responsibility for it. They, they, they don't say that that's wrong. They don't say that, I mean... Like what you said, David, it seems that they're all on the same page. They were all, you know, hypnotized um, and programmed to say the things that they say. Um, they were obviously brainwashed into believing that they invented supporters groups. So that's kind of interesting. Um, they, 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 under the impression that they invented Man of the Match. You guys heard about this, right? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is yeah. ridiculous. I, 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 and to be honest with you, I'd rather not spend the time on this because okay. we still have we still have another game to talk about. We still have another and, game. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, okay. So I mean, let's, obviously, let's get, let's get to the meat of this. Yeah. This okay. Game so, stuff. so the the thing is, here's the thing. Obviously, both sides are claiming that um, the other side is the uh, the low class side, and blah blah blah. Seeing the video uh, of the of the cooler being destroyed, everybody saw that. And we're not talking just, you know, the Galaxy and LAFC fans. Everyone around the MLS community saw that video. The, the video was actually taken by Univision Deportes. So, you know, they obviously are going to reach a very much larger um, audience. Audience, yeah. And so, sure enough, the, uh, the MLS community starts seeing this and they start making their comments. And I can tell you that 99% of them were fuck these assholes this is wrong and a good portion of these neutrals who were just looking to watch a really good game were now galaxy fans they're now cheering for the galaxy i hope the galaxy beat the shit out of these guys now right there and then you won the galaxy won it didn't matter at all what happened in the stadium or on the field you won because now the Galaxy are exactly who we say that we are. Compare these guys, our shit don't stink. Look at the low class. Look at the fan base. Look at their antics. This is all them. 
and the entire MLS community saw it. You just gained a bunch of fans. Now, LAFC is the villain. And for the wrong reasons. Galaxy were the villains for all the right reasons. LAFC fans were the villains for all the wrong reasons. And the Galaxy won. Then after the game, some pictures were released that, you know, of the, of the stadium being vandalized. Um, seats were broken. Uh, fuck LAFC were, were, were written all over the seats. Um, and now, now it's even. But the, the victory right. that you had is now gone. It's wiped away. Granted that I will admit that both of these acts, which, by the way, we condemn. Um, we said it before the game. We, we don't endorse that type of uh, um, activity. We, we, don't, we don't support it. We're not going to defend it. Um, but obviously, both of these incidents, they don't speak for the entire fan base. Uh, David and Bobby, you had mentioned that the, the LAFC fans that you encountered were, were pretty chill. They were respectable. So it doesn't reflect the entire fan base the same way that whoever vandalized the seats in the stadium doesn't reflect the entire um, Galaxy fan base. Mm-hmm. But this is what people see. Mm-hmm. That is what people see. Mm-hmm. And you've just even the playing field. Now we're both assholes. No yep, one took the high sure. road. No one took the high road there. And I mean, that's what bugged me the most. Aside from it being wrong. That's what bugged me the most. Is that you just won. Before the game even started, the Galaxy won. And then some knucklehead went, you know, went off and did that. Maybe more than one knucklehead. And now you're no better than they are. And guess what's going to happen in a month? You don't think some seats are going to be destroyed? Yeah. Or vandalized mm-hmm. in a month? Like, what did in, you in win? retaliation. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You, 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 what you did is you just increased the pettiness because what's going to happen is... Escalation. The, es- yeah, it's going to escalate. It's going to get worse. It's going to be legit, legit violence against fans. And yeah, some people were kicked out, and just like they were kicked out of the last game. But you would hope that there was going to be some some sort of cool-headedness from Galaxy fans. But what you were saying, David, <laughs> no. if the security if the security employees in that stadium are pulling off that type of bullshit, and again, again, one security guard doesn't necessarily represent the entire, you know, uh, employee base there, and I understand that, but again, it's what people see. You're not going to see the good. Um, you're going to see the bad, or at least you're going to remember the bad, because you expect the good. So, yes, maybe it is a misrep, you know, uh, a biased representation of the entire security, but it seemed like from what you guys are saying and from what other people are saying that they were completely unprepared and they weren't willing to do their jobs. That's worrisome. So it was, I mean, from what I'm hearing, it's, it's all kinds of wrong. And I don't see any LAFC fans going in there and saying, we need to fix this. This is unacceptable. Well, of course not. Um, this shouldn't happen. We need to be better than this. You know who did that? We did. When we saw that, we posted it straight up. We need to be better than this. And we owned it. And we condemned it. How many LEFC fans condemned the actions that happened around the stadium? Zero. I haven't seen I, I, haven't, seen I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one. In fact, they kind of played the same thing. Well, the Nag Boys were in section, you know... One, two, three, four, five, or whatever the fuck that, you know, supporter is. Um, 
they walk through that. That's their bad. What, what kind of a message are you sending when you're saying that people are immune to this and that you're, you're blaming the victim for something that, you know, I, I can't walk down the street. First of all, that's a gang mentality, by the way. Um, yep. we'll, get that, we'll get that one out of the way. That's a complete gang mentality. It's saying you cannot walk in that section because bad things are going to happen if you're going that, especially with the wrong colors. That is 100% gang mentality. And the fact that nobody condemned it, nobody. I mean, they sidestepped it at the most. Yeah, I can defend that, but they shouldn't have been there. I mean, again, it's 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 more victim shaming. Yeah, uh, which is which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, no, that, I'm not I even mean, gonna go unfortunate. Wrong. Like that's yeah, that's, it's, it's right. Yeah, it is. That's wrong. low class. I mean, still. God damn it, Galaxy fans! If you got if if you saw somebody vandalizing the stadium, somebody in some Galaxy fan should have said, "Hey, that's not what we're about. Don't do that." Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's I know, I know, true. Bobby. You laugh because it's ridiculous to say, but still, like that's no, look that's at being dude, the bigger person, I'm right? Sorry. Yeah, but you know what? Look, I'm gonna say something that's not 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 gonna be popular, but. Right when we start walking in with a ton of Galaxy fans, you could totally tell that there's going to be a ton of dudes that are not going to be respectable there. You could totally tell there's a ton of people that's chanting and talking shit and wanting to get in a fight. You could totally tell that people are going to drink too much and be stupid. And those are the Galaxy fans I'm talking about. Not the LAFC fans, even though the LAFC fans were horrible and stupid well, and all that bullshit. But going, in, well, going, in the, going into that stadium with that kind of attitude, already ready, like I, I get like wanting to talk shit within the game but within that attitude of wanting to like you know just start sh- to rile shit up uh i wasn't feeling it that's why i was like let's start this game so we could go to our freaking box because they ain't right i didn't i didn't i didn't feel like well, we came in with that with the right kind of attitude well we talked about that that no no sport team out there whether it's soccer or any other sport they're, they're not immune to their knucklehood fans there are fans out there that yeah, but then when it gets become, for, but then when it becomes a, a group mentality, when people stop thinking for themselves, exactly. That's when you're when I'm exactly. laughing. That's why I'm laughing at you, David. He's like, why didn't anybody? Because in that group, no one in that kind of group will do that, dude. Anyways, I'm, that's why I'm saying they should have. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that. I don't know. It is. Right, well, I mean, it, it is unrealistic to to expect, but I mean, I mean, that is the right thing to do, but. I mean, it, it is what it is. What what happened happened. It, it's it's a shame. Um, it's, it just frustrates. Can't me. say that we're surprised. We honestly can't say that we're surprised. No, we're but, not. But I mean, but um, you know, it, it shouldn't happen. No. Nope. Um, and uh, we, as fans, should be better than that. We should know better than that, and we shouldn't be stooping down uh, to somebody else's level. It, it doesn't look good on us. In fact, it makes us worse. To be perfectly honest, and um, and the people who think that. You know they, that it was funny and that they got him back or whatever mentality you had to do that. I mean, it's just um, you, you put a black eye on the fan base because now you have represented that fan base and the people who actually you know got a kick out of it. Again, it's it's a black eye. You didn't win. It's not funny. It's not fun. It's um, it, no, it shows. It's gonna turn. You know, it's gonna turn this rivalry into something that nobody enjoys. Because everybody's right. gonna be scared. Everybody's gonna be like only you. Only the dumb fucks out there that want to fight. Are gonna are gonna be the ones that are going out there all the time, you know. Yeah. It's not gonna be a family friendly yeah. thing, and I know LAFC fans don't give a shit about that. Um, most of them, but uh, but like, dude, like you're just ruining the game for us. Like that shit, like the hate and shit talking should be on the field, 
not in the stands. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we've said that. Vandalize, we've said that many vandalize times. them on the field. We've said we've that said many it times. many, many times. Yeah. Many times. So it just, it yeah. just upsets us. Well, I mean, us. I mean, there's always going to be ugliness to, to rivalries, and there's some things that, I mean, maybe we don't see. Uh, we've seen uh, the, the New York rivalry and stadium vandalism. And, and so, um, I mean, it happens. Like I said, I don't think anyone's immune to uh, these yeah. type of fans. Uh, within their organization, but it is uh, a very unfortunate um, part of the game. Um, and hopefully, I mean, the the, the official statements from both um, from both teams were um, embarrassing, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, neither of them are taking responsibility for it. Uh, neither of them seem to be wanting to piss off their fat. And I mean, it's it's really uh, it's embarrassing. But guys, listen. Here is the absolute uh, most, uh, uh, you know, positive thing that came out of all these mishappened people acting stupid. The Nag Boys cooler, it survived. It hey. survived, hey! Because I went to uh, I went to Orlando versus LA uh, at, at LA Galaxy, and I ran into the Nag Boys to go say what's up to them, uh, make sure they were doing okay. And the other cooler, it was all full of duct tape, <laughs> but it still worked. The beers were still cold. It still held ice. Duct tape. It was all. It was all good, guys. I Duct got, tape. I would got. I would got Flex Seal. Can't do anything wrong. Oh, Flex Seal would have been good, but uh, you know, Duct tape money. Works. Duct tape works. Duct tape still Duct costs tape. money. I mean, it's a dollar, two dollars, but it still costs money. <laughs> <laughs> Duct tape. So let's, money. let's let's talk about let's talk about Orlando. Uh, the Orlando <laughs> game. It was definitely we talked the LAFC game to death. Orlando more historic. Than the LAFC game, I think. Historic. In a way, yes. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know about historic, but more entertaining, much more, much more better game. I don't know about historic. We got three goals scored on us. Yeah, but you guys understand the word historic, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, I understand historic <laughs> because history was made. Zlatan Ibrahimovic scored his very first MLS hat trick. All right, you got me. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did, sir. It's <laughs> the one thing I forgot. God damn it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you forget that? I don't know. Like, we, yeah. Dude, we fucking spent, I don't know, an hour on LAFC. I started falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, get your second win, Bobby, because we're ta- we got to right. talk about seven goals. Seven Oy. goals. Yep. I mean, what a game. I mean, you, you think that, and in a way, again, first half, um, you would think that the Galaxy would have let down. We talked about it, that this could be a trap game. Um, after uh, all the emotions that, that were put into the uh, LAFC game and the come-from-behind victory and just the mentality going into that game that they probably overlook Orlando or just be uh, mentally and physically exhausted. you got to remember they played three games in nine days. Um, that is not easy to do. Um, and remember, you had the, the cross-country travel. So... A lot of ways that this game could have gone wrong. And in some way, it really did. Defense, once again, non-existent. A bunch of traffic cones out there just not chasing, not running down the ball, not running down the players. And uh, three times Orlando took the lead on us. And again, the Galaxy never give up. Came back each one of those times. And finally pulled ahead for good. 4-3 to three victory. And if Zlatan wasn't... So t- this is his words. 
if he wasn't so tired, because he said he's he was tired. I mean, he's he obviously t- um, the the pregame. They had a pregame interview with him, and he was extremely winded. I was like, how? Why is he so damn tired already, man? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's played a well, lot of games, man. <laughs> yeah. Did he well, run he to the had, stadium? He <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he could have had at least two more goals. Uh, he had two clear chances, and he he said after the game that he probably could have had a couple more, but he was tired. And uh, so he, if, in case you haven't heard yet, uh, he is going to miss the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he has to uh, by MLS rules miss the following game, uh, which is uh, August fourth against Colorado. So he does uh, a, a very, very well deserved rest for him. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to be arguing that uh, no Galaxy fan wanted to see him play in the All Star game to begin with. Now we're good. Um, they wanted him rested, but guys, we went up against one of the, actually the worst defense in all of MLS. We put up four, but a team that has won one game out of, what, 11 or 12? Was able to take the lead on us three times, score three goals on us, which isn't uncharacteristic for the Galaxy. Everyone, uh, the, 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 the unbeaten streak continues. We're at nine games now. And like I said, in previous episodes, uh, this fan base, when, when things are, when we're winning, we start talking MLS Cup. One loss, we're a piece of shit and everything has to start from the ground up. So right now we're at nine games. Whispers of MLS Cup have, have emerged. Um, guys, we, we beat Orlando. Is that really something to be all hyped up? Um, it you usually I would say no, but I mean, look at paying paying attention to the actual game, man. I don't understand where Orlando ended up getting their second wind in this game. I mean, they were attacking and they were really playing well in this game. Uh, but like, just as you guys believed in the game prior with LAFC, I felt more in this game uh, that LA was never really off the beaten path. I felt like they were always in control, even though they would be down a goal every once in a while. Um, I always felt like they were in control of the game and we were never going to really come out of this as a, as uh, as losers in the game. So I just felt like um, it was, it was, it was an interesting game. There was no defense. Like you, Lewis, you were saying, it was just, it was just a, a gaping hole at the back. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> attacking wise much better Orlando also played much better attacking wise as well I don't know it's just a weird game to be honest for me I don't think I mean unfortunately as I said I don't think it's surprising that the defense is giving up that many goals even if it is to a very weak Orlando side it's not surprising that we put a four against a very weak defense in Orlando but I'm not going to criticize my team for doing something that they're supposed to do. I'm not going to get mad at a team like, well, we won, but it was Orlando. They did what they're supposed to do. I'm not going to get mad at that. But if you look at the the nine-game unbeaten streak, that's where you make the case. Where you're saying, are you actually better than you're showing, or, or, you, or is it kind of misguided? You look back at those nine games... Only two of those teams are playoff bound. That was Portland and LAFC. And both of those games, you, you, you tied. LAFC probably didn't deserve the point. 
Europe played for 75 minutes. Decided to play for 15, and it was enough. That's fine. Not going to argue about that. You got a result in Portland. Not an easy thing to do. So that was commendable at the time. But if you look back at that game, you got to remember that Bingham, he stood on his head. I don't know if you guys remember that game, but he stood on his head uh, for that game. There were so many one-on-one situations where the defense just let the guys through like there was nobody there. And Bingham one-on-one came up save after save after save. Wasn't a good game for the Galaxy. I think they picked it up in the second half as per usual. But, But not a good game. Per se, it was just a good game from Bingham that kept them in the game and kept them from being four five zero at halftime. <clears throat> and then you have the rest of the, the 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 nine games. You had RSL in which you beat three zero, in which you came out again flat in the first half. All their goals came in the in the second half. I think I want to say Zlatan got a brace in that game if I if memory serves me correctly. Then you had the two games again, uh, San Jose and DC United. We know about those games. Blowing two goal leads against the two worst teams in the in the league, two draws that really seemed like they were losses. So you had that. Then you came out and beat Columbus. We said that's the most complete game that they've had. That's the one game you're saying, okay, that's a legitimate win. You looked good doing it. Columbus currently in the playoff picture, but slipping a little bit. And um, I think that game was in the middle of their little four or five game yeah their shutout run. In which they were, they were having the very next game was against New England. We know exactly what happened in that yeah. game. You were outplayed for 85 minutes with a man up. Yeah, and it took a and it took a miracle. We'll say a miracle to get two goals in injury time, getting three points that we had no business getting. Then went to Philadelphia again. Had a horrible first half. Before turning it up and making the proper adjustments in the second half, winning that game. Then came the LAFC game. Again, final 15 minutes is when you started playing. And then Orlando City, which you fell behind three times. So Bobby said this. He said, yes, we've been getting the results. But performance-wise, we're not looking all that great. And it's true that the results are the most important thing. It's the only thing that matters. It doesn't matter how you win the game. You win the game. Just ask Seattle in MLS Cup. doesn't matter that you yeah, but never took a that's shot. That's what I was goal. about to say. I was going to say, yeah, you can say that once you get the cup. But on the way mm-hmm. there, if you, don't ha- if you don't build your skills, that's not going to happen every damn game. Yeah, it's, it's, right, and exactly. It's, and it's and, worrisome. It's, when you don't see those, when you don't see those, those positive steps, it, it becomes worrisome. You keep repeating the same mistakes, and you're like, this is, gonna, this is gonna all going to you in the foot. It's, it's going to bite right. you in the foot. It, we're... It's like we're building this on on straws right now. Jenga's man, right. Jenga's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's one. There's a, there's just a one little block at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how this balance is is holding it up. Uh, it's it's well, worth actually, for sure. You the galaxy has to do something to fix this, right? But what is it that they're gonna do? Somebody asked Ashley Cole after the Orlando game, "How do you fix the defense?" And he just he had no answer. He was like, "I don't know." I don't think anybody has the answer. I mean, it's it's he's like it's I'm in the midfield now. to see that, because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? No, it's true. I mean, he, he basically is playing. Which, by the way, for a guy who's what 36, 37 years old to, yeah. to make him do that much running, that's pretty unfair. It's, it, it was really evident in that Orlando game. Like there was no oh, yeah. width at all. 
when you had uh, Cole on, the, on that left side because his instinct is to defend. Even though he does go up a lot and he provides a lot of offense, still his instinct is to defend. I thought, why can't we have – this is a game where you have um, – Emma Boateng coming in in the second half and pulling Cole back a little bit and, you know, shift the formation a little bit. Uh, I thought that Lequette coming in was really positive. Um, it provided more of a transition for, for the Galaxy. Uh, there were a lot of times where Lewis, as you said, the defense was just traffic cones, and then there were other times where they actually were doing pretty well. Uh, I thought that Orlando's goalie stood on his head to keep more goals from going in. Zlatan should have had two more goals he was, he in was this tired. game. But he was tired. Yeah, he was tired. I get that, oh. but he should have had two more goals. Yeah, he, I mean, uh, he blocked that Kamara goal. Kamara, I mean, that, exactly that assist from, say, from Kamara header. From, oh, incredible save. Incredible save. Not sure how how he gets to that. I mean, he's going away. His body's going one way, and he doesn't even like. He's going right. The ball goes left. I wanted that to and, be a goal so bad. And as he's going, and as he switches directions, he's not even, I don't know why, but he doesn't use his left hand to block the ball. He has his right hand come all the way up his body, and he gets a touch on him. Unbelievable save. I have yeah. no idea how he makes that save. That should have went in. But, but yeah, I think that this nine-game on Bean Streak, granted that they're beating the teams that they're supposed to be beating. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, seven out of nine of these teams are not making the playoffs. So you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. The problem is that you're not dominating these games. That's what is kind of worrisome. That's where I, I'm going to take the Bobby approach and say, I'm going to get a little bit more down to earth here and be a little bit more realistic because we're not dominating the teams that we're supposed to be dominating. Or if we are, we're only doing it for... 45 minutes or less and we have to fight yeah. back for it and it's like it's it's a thing where we're always running up against the wall and that's not gonna that's just not sustainable that's it's no. gonna catch us it's gonna catch us one day and one one day we're just gonna have one of those games where things aren't falling for us and it's gonna end up being a playoff game yeah i mean and if we don't make one of the first uh one of the top two seeds in the western conference we're we're in the playoff i mean the play in game so if that bad game happens there, there there's your whole season right there Yep. There's no there's no home and home series, it's it's one game. And if it, yeah it doesn't go your way, that's it. That, that there goes your season. Uh, eventually, it's uh, it like you guys said, it's going to catch up to you. It, it, to put it in poker terms, the all in works every single time, but it only takes one time for it to fail, and you're done. So right. yeah, because it's all in. So yeah, very good, Bobby. Very good. I get it. I get it now. Uh-huh. And I'm not even into <laughs> poker. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's the thing. So, in the last nine games, seven out of the nine are not going to the playoffs. If we look ahead of the schedule, we got Colorado on Saturday not making the playoffs. The following Saturday, August 11th, we're at home to Minnesota United. They're not making the playoffs. We get Colorado again uh, three days later at home. Once again, not making the playoffs. Four days later, you have to travel up to Seattle. I think that's to be determined because Seattle all of a sudden has uh, realized that the MLS season has been going on. As per usual, they start playing around July. So they have, a, as of right now, a five-game unbeaten streak. Who knows if they're still going to have that uh, by the time the, the Galaxy roll up to Seattle. 
But I got to figure that with uh, Rui Diaz now and uh, with the momentum that they're picking up. And this is usually around the time that they start playing. I got to figure maybe they are uh, outside playoff contenders. And then you play uh, uh, LAFC one more time. Uh, so you have a pretty friendly schedule coming up where the uh, you're not really playing uh, any playoff teams or guaranteed playoff teams until LAFC, which is in a month. Um, and then you follow it up with uh, RSL, who's right there on the bubble. Toronto, <clears throat> probably not making the playoffs. You play Seattle again at home. Vancouver, probably not making the playoffs. Kansas City has dropped to fifth. Will probably still make the playoffs, but they've hit a bump on the road. Play Minnesota yet again, not a playoff team. And you end the season at home against Houston, who doesn't look like they're going to be making the playoffs. So you have a favorable schedule. The momentum is with you. You can certainly make a legitimate run to one of the top two spots in the Western Conference. We talked about it last week, how if you add the four points that you dropped against San Jose and D.C. United, and should you have beaten LAFC, which they didn't, you would be one point behind Dallas in the Western Conference, and you would be in fourth place in the Supporter Shield. Fourth or so, fifth. Or fourth or fifth. Either way, that's a lot higher Man, than... Why are we in math class? Probably what we should be. <laughs> this is Lewis's so, favorite part, numbers. Numbers. I love numbers. Our least favorite part. I know. You hate numbers. Why say it? So... I, Okay, so let me ask you guys this then. <clears throat> We're on this nine-game nine uh, unbeaten streak. There has to be a loss that falls somewhere in here in August. Where, where do you think that falls? And, and depending on where that loss falls, do you think that the Galaxy can, can shift and regain momentum and start getting hot? Uh, because I feel like right now we're getting hot at the wrong time. You know, I don't. Okay, so, so let me let me answer your first question. Then, if I'm looking at the schedule, I'm gonna say the game in Seattle is probably the one we're most vulnerable to. It's a game that Zlatan's not gonna travel to because they play on turf, so Zlatan won't be in that game. And uh, though we have more than enough firepower to to score without Zlatan, I feel that that game is gonna be rather difficult. Like I said, I think Seattle's starting to turn it on now. I have no idea how they're going to be in a month's time. But I got to figure if uh, history holds, they would still be on the way up. I think that that might be the game that we have a possibility of losing. Which is unfortunate because our very next game is against LAFC. Well, I think that's the whole. That's one of the main reasons. That's one of the main, one of the main games that has the potential of us losing or getting a draw because Latan's not there. We're having we're having uh, the majority. We're, we're probably going to rest some other players uh, leading into the LAFC game. Uh, I think it's a good thing to be honest um, because I really want our. I really want our team to actually like you know get get other other guys on on the field and get some get some minutes because eventually when we go throughout th- through the end of the seasons or the playoffs we're gonna we're gonna start depending on on others uh, when it comes to injuries or fatigue or whatever so we really need all these guys to start getting their minutes and start actually understanding how to play with each other on the field so I don't really I think that's a really good game to do it but it puts us on the it puts us in the, the at the edge because Seattle is 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 um, you know like you said they're they're um, they're they're getting their uptick 
So this may be a game that they take advantage of. The other thing that uh, I will point out, and, and uh, David, your favorite follower, Jose, has pointed out several times, is that there's no more distractions. There's no more World Cup distractions. And we're mainly talking about the Dos Santos brothers. And that um, they're now focused, or at least they should be, 100% focused on the Galaxy and the rest of the MLS season and making the playoffs. And since the Dos Santos brothers came back, the Galaxy are undefeated. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is what? true. I've seen Jose talk about this. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's Go your on. angle? Um, the, the, the point is, is that it, it, what Bobby was saying, that all these guys are not playing together. Um, barring in some sort of injury, which obviously plagued us a lot in, in the, the first half of the season, these guys are not going to be playing several minutes together consistently. There's no more call-ups. There's nothing else that has to, to distract them. So that's also extremely important that you have the same lineup over and over and over again. That helps in uh, in the chemistry. If everyone's on the same page, if everyone um, can figure out these tendencies that were kind of missing uh, in the first half of the season, that also plays a factor going into uh, September, October, and hopefully November. So, and with this favorable schedule, building up that momentum, obviously it's going to trickle into November. So even if you're playing a, a, a superior opponent, having uh-huh. all this <laughs> consistent playing time, having all this momentum, confidence, because let's be honest, <laughs> this team, regardless if they go down to zero or whatnot, they're confident enough to come out and say, we're not out of this yet. Well, see, so all of where, this is important. This is where I, I, I feel kind of crazy. I kind of want to see how this team reacts to a loss because that's going to tell me how confident they are. Because well, if they if they if they take a loss and then they start to skid, that tells me that that the the straw yeah. house that they built really was a straw. Like had a straw foundation. We also talked about how some of these victories are really masking the uh, underlying issues that this yeah. Galaxy team yeah. have. Um, we said it, like I said, I mean, the, the second that we do lose the game, every Galaxy fan is going to, uh, you know, the, the, the sky is falling. We talked about the Chicken Little fans. The, the, the uh, second Siggy that blocks happens, what? Siggy oh, yeah, right, exactly. Siggy out and, and Vienna's out and Klein out, but, although for the record, that, that should still be a thing. But <laughs> the, the thing is, is that everything goes right back to, oh my God, it, it's, we're a crap team. We're, we're shitty. We don't deserve this. We need a better defense. Um, we, we we need to get rid of Gio. We need to do, I mean, all the stuff that you've been hearing when things are not going your way are obviously going to pop back up. And if, if my prediction is correct, where Seattle, I, I feel that that could be a loss. The very next game is against LAFC. And yeah, that's a lot of pressure. And yeah. that is going to see that that's your mental that's your mental toughness right ne- right there. How do you rebound against your rival? Because if you go down two games in a row, and one of them against your rival, you might have a problem. Yeah, you might have a small little. Uh, that's more than just a little hiccup. Like uh, you got actually you got beat by two rivals. You got beat by Seattle and LAFC back to back. So, yeah, I mean that that is an extremely tough test uh, for the Galaxy to go to, to go through if. They were to lose to Seattle to, to come back and face uh, your arch rival in LAFC there. So, 
it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully, I'm wrong, and hopefully we're still winning. And hopefully the loss doesn't come to LAFC, or doesn't come from LAFC. But it's going to be an interesting uh, couple months, as it always is. So, um, but, but hey, there's 34 games, and they're all, you know, they're all the same. It doesn't really so matter. It's just another game. It's just another yeah. game. We should not be hyped up until Let's, MLS Cup. All right, so we have Colorado up next. We we talked about uh, our predictions in balls and beers. Go ahead and listen to balls and beers if you want our predictions for Colorado. Uh, we think that um, you know this is just another game. There's a lot of travel. There's not going to be Zlatan, so it'll be an interesting game for sure. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some rotation in in the squad. And uh, and yeah, I mean you know that's what we have to look forward to. Colorado trap game. Or Potentially, or, yeah. Listen to ball, listen to balls and beers, and you'll find out. Um, and and with that said, do you guys have anything, no. anything else that you want to say? Do we miss anything, Lewis? You don't get to say. You, you no, don't get. You, to don't, you don't get to answer. I was going to say, David. David, do you have David? David, David do you have any last things to hey, say? Come. David, answer. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing too hard. I know, I know what this is going to lead. I'm already cutting I, Lewis I, off because I know even I'm if he just says more stuff, he's going to continue pick saying me, pick things. Me. <laughs> Lewis, do you have anything me. to say? Oh. Pick me, pick me, pick me. All right, me. goodbye, guys. You, you guys. you guys stay on the show. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> you talking to the listeners? You talking to us? Lewis, what do you have to say? I made Bobby disappear. I'm good. <laughs> we can go off for another two hours. We're good. Take I that, Angel. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay. He's going. back. <laughs> Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.